The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In Eretz Yisrael, there's a fellow, his name is Reb Avram, and he has a very unique job. He's what we call a mediator, but he's a halachic mediator. When there are two individuals, two businessmen, and they have a disagreement, they clash in, in, in issues and problems in business. Instead of going to Besdin, which sometimes is better for both parties, they don't want the publicity, there's a lot of complications in going to the Jewish court sometimes. They accept upon themselves that Rabbi Avram will be the mediator, he'll be the paisek, he'll be like a private judge, if you want to call it that, a private dayan, and whatever his verdict is, that's what stands. And there was a particular case which came across the desk of Rabbi Avram, and it was probably the most substantial and significant case of his entire career. The issue was tens of millions of dollars. It was a full city block that there was a tremendous disagreement as who the true owner was. It seems like perhaps they were partners. They dissolved the partnership. It wasn't clear what belonged, what didn't belong. Both parties agreed that what Avram says will be the binding final verdict. The lawyers knew that whatever his psak is, whatever his final halachic analysis is, that would be the facts and that's how it would go going forward. And he looked at the case, tons of evidence, mountains of evidence of testimony, all kinds of different things, handshakes and verbal agreements and disagreements. And he said to them, listen, this is not a simple case. I agree to take it upon myself, but it's going to take me months. They said, we need to know by when will there be a verdict? When will be the final decision? And he said to them, in about four or five months from now, on Erev Shabbos Kodesh, on a Friday afternoon, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, that's when you are going to get the final verdict. Even if I have to work nights and days, I'll make sure you have it by then. He kind of made a chazbun, a calculation of how much time it would take him, and he figured that's how much it would take him. It ended up being much more complicated and a much larger case, but he had to keep to what he had said. And therefore, Rabbi Avram worked nights and days, and he worked and he worked and he worked, and then finally, literally, the night before the deadline, he came to a clear psak halacha. It belonged to one fellow, and it did not belong to the other fellow. He had to write it up. He spent the night typing it up. He has to type a psak halacha. He also had to sign each sheet, and then he would be able to send it over to the lawyers, and it would be effective. He figured like this. He'll work on it. He'll put the finishing touches on it Friday morning. 11.30, he'll come to his office. He'll print it out. He'll sign each page. He'll scan it. He'll send it to the lawyers, and that will be done. He comes into his office a little after 11.30 on Friday afternoon, and for some reason, his computer is not printing. Turns the computer on and off, turns the printer on and off, takes out the cartridge, troubleshoots this, this, that. He can't get it to work. 15 minutes past, 20 minutes past, a half hour later, he isn't anywhere. Now, he could go somewhere else and print it out, and that was his thought process when all of a sudden he realized that it was one of those early Shabbases. And not long before that, he was mikabli, he'd accepted upon himself, he'd learned through the whole sugya of not working on Erev Shabbos after Chatzais, after midday. It was already Chatzais. What to do? On one hand, everyone's waiting, the attorneys are waiting, the families are waiting, everyone wants to know. He promised them months earlier, the world's waiting, those people that were involved. On the other hand, he had accepted upon himself what to do. He'd said he wouldn't work on Erev Shabbos. What does one do in this situation? Back and forth as he ate Tzatayv, he ate Tzahara. Such a design, such a challenge. And then all of a sudden, at some point, he found himself at peace with himself. He said, listen, the lawyers are not in this room. The parties are not in this room. The people in the corporations are not in this room. There's only one additional presence in this room besides my own. And that's the Rabbi Nishalem. And he knows that he, I accept upon myself never to work after Chatzais. I can't do this. Closes up shop without sending in the Psaq Alacha, without sending in the verdict and the final ruling. And he goes, goes home.
on the way home, his phone begins to ring. One attorney, party's attorney, the other party's attorney, the families, and he says, you believe me or not, it's irrelevant. My printer broke. I don't work after Chatzais. Sunday morning, you'll have the verdict. What could they do? He goes home and he spends a beautiful Shabbos. He's so at peace. He's so tranquil. He did what he thinks is right. Hashem hopefully will give him siyata deshmaya. Sunday morning, he comes into the office. He finishes up what, he has to, what has to be done. He's about to hit print when all of a sudden his phone rings. He picks up his phone and it's one of the attorneys. And the attorney says, did you hear? He says, did I hear what? One of the two parties, sadly, had a heart attack and passed away just a short while ago. Baruch Dynamis. The fellow says, don't send in anything. It's, now it's going to be the Yarshim. It's going to be inheritors. It's a whole new story. And he nearly stops in his tracks. The fellow that passed away was the fellow that lost. The entire tens of millions of dollars was going to the other fellow, the fellow he had a disagreement with, and not to him. And all of a sudden, Rabbi Avram realized, imagine if he had issued that verdict. And over Shabbos, over the weekend, that fellow had a heart attack. The whole world will be speaking about how he was the one that killed a man. His career would be over. There would be such a scandal. It would be crazy what was going on. And yet his Kabbalah, his Amidah bin Asayim, standing strong, is what saved him and ultimately prevented a terrible catastrophe and a disaster. And as sad as he was that the fellow passed away, he realized that the Rabbani Shalom had literally saved him from such a terrible situation. He'd been Amid bin Asayim. He stayed true. He passed the challenge and the test. And the Rabbani Shalom gave him a passing grade, or I should say, straight A's, a hundred with flying colors. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.